Blog Talk Radio. night in the metro Atlanta area, and it's a live show, The Bear Truth with Jazzy Jones on Loudmouth Radio. I hope everyone has had a great evening. It is beautiful. I'm loving this weather. It's this time of year. It's my birthday month. I'm so excited about the fall because we've had a weird um, summer, as many places have, so I think everyone is kind of enjoying the aspect of feeling a little bit of fall connection. So we're excited here with Loudmouth Radio as usual, and tonight's show will be nothing less of a stop to make you think. Um, hopefully it will also set uh, people's minds into more of an open appeal of things because this truth is just where a person makes it their truth. And that's why the very truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy Jones always brings you the most thought-provoking type shows, and tonight will not be anything less short of that. As always, we want to make sure you're connected with us online at Loudmouth Radio on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. If our listeners um, who are out there would like to chime in on the conversation, call our studio number at 347-826-7520. Our studio lines are open, and you're able to talk to the host, to our guests, and rant and rave if you like, but if always, always, Try to be respectful as you call in. If you're on social media tonight, you can connect with us on Twitter at Loudmouth as well as at Instagram. And if you're on Facebook with Loudmouth Online, and uh, always, you can always check us out, loudmouthradio.com. Once we come off air, this show will be available for archive at least after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to thank our sponsors, who are always great media partners for us and help to make things stay afloat as a network. So we'd like to recognize Bright Car Spa at 360 Edgewood Avenue, as well as their neighbor, Harold's Chicken Ice and Bar at 349 Edgewood Avenue. And both of these businesses are located in the historic Auburn Edgewood area right outside of Emmon Park. And we want to definitely invite you to check out their businesses, each respectively in their own lane, um, provides the ultimate experience for their customers. So if you have a vehicle, need to get it clean, park it across the street, let them hook it up, and then walk on across and get your eat on so we want to tell you that you can find Bright Car Spa online at brightcarspa.com, and that's B-R-I-T-E. And they have some awesome opportunities. If you actually listen to this broadcast, if you mention to them that you've listened to Loudmouth Radio, you can actually get a $20 in and out special or a $50 mini car detail with a hand wax. So make sure you tell them Loudmouth Radio sent you. As well as AutoMaze and Autos located in Stockbridge providing you with your next vehicle of choice, they actually work with you. Credit, no credit, bad credit. But down payment start as low as $500 down. Make sure you connect with them. Um, their number will be online for you to reach them. And check them out at automazingautos.com. 
Now, tonight's show, I'm going to be honored to bring in your guests and your host tonight as she starts her segment, and I'm sure you'll ex- you'll be very excited about the topic. So we'll be back with you soon, and here's Miss Jazzy. Thank you so much, Miss Sunny, our wonderful producer and the brainchild of loudmouthradio.com. I am so fortunate, as I am always every Tuesday, to come to you because you know what? You could still be doing something else on a Tuesday evening. I have had so many things to do today, and um, I didn't quite get them all done because I decided to help my back out and take a muscle relaxant, and it relaxed my eyeballs, my head, my arms, my brain (laughs) pretty much all day. So I've been a lot slow to do some of the things that I needed to do, but you know what? Really and truly, the body has a way of shutting down when it needs to, and if we listen very carefully prior to it shutting down, we will relax and we will come together and be at peace and be at one. And I didn't do that, and so my back said, I tell you what, I'm going to shut down for you and you're going to have to take something to kind of lift me back. So I am excited to be with you because earlier in the day I would not have been able to speak audibly or at all. And I know that you have had opportunities throughout the day. Maybe some of you have had some days, <laughs> some of the days that have been like mine. But you definitely could have chose to do something else. So once again, thank you, thank you, listening audience. For those new people that are listening, clap, 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 go out for you because you're just joining the Loud Mouth Radio bandwagon, and we appreciate you and all of our dedicated and loyal listeners that I've gotten emails and texts and Facebook messages from. I salute you and appreciate you. So like we do every Tuesday, um, even doing our special events and special location, remote locations during the summer, I will tell you to grab your favorite choice of beverage, sit back, relax, kick your feet up, and let's have a discussion. Tonight's show is actually going to be um, one of those, well, I will put it like this, it could be a heavy debate, um, and it could also go into the direction of very judgmental, very harsh, very disrespectful. It could do that on somebody else's show. But on the bare truth, love, life, sex, and flowers, we will not allow that. So I want to give that out to you right now. This is a show where you are allowed to call in, voice your opinion, state you know, your reasoning, but it is also a show where we respect difference. We salute difference, actually. We embrace people as a whole, and if they have a difference, which tonight's show is definitely one of those that usually brings about a difference of opinion or a difference of a way of living, and that's okay. Because what we do on the show is we dive into things that a lot of people are tiptoeing around, they don't want to have a conversation about, it's just a dogma, and we strike it down, and next. We're not going to do that. We're going to have a fantastic guest to come on our show, Matter of fact, he's one of my beloved brothers and friends. Um, Will Edmund is going to come on and share his happy way of living for him. And guess what? He represents a lot of people. And we wanted to hear it from somebody who I believe is highly intelligent, madly good-looking, and just overall a great guy. And so I wanted to have that information shared with our audience just to give you some thoughts. 
I used to be so tremendously closed off to even having this conversation. I was raised and born and born and raised, so I said it backwards. Um, but I guess it doesn't matter because either way it happened. But um, I was born to believe in the traditional Christian belief. And so, you know, to even mention, to let atheists come out of my mouth was a lot like most of the people that I know. And it was a total blasphemy. You just couldn't even say the word, much less have a discussion. Couldn't be a friend with, you couldn't... um, you know, dibble or dabble in the quote-unquote black magic of thought, forget about it. And so I'm really proud of myself because I've come such a very long way into understanding things differently, understanding that I can have a belief system or an opinion or a way of life, um, a love or a passion that is completely different than somebody else's and still be okay. And it took a lot of years and maturity to get to that plateau, and I'm really excited that I'm here and that I can call um, Will Edmonds my friend. I can call him my brother because we share humanity. We share bloodline, and we share love for one another. And that's really, to me, at this point in my life, the major thing. Uh, I don't have to invoke or impress upon anybody my, keyword being my belief system or my way of thought. I can just tell you that this is how I do it. You can either accept it or not. We can be friends or not, sisters, brothers or not. You know, it's just a choice, and everybody has choices and everybody has the right to. So we're going to bring him in in just about one more minute, but I wanted to kind of throw out really quickly in the announcements. From here going forward, you will be hearing about Bear Heads Dream Wedding Expo, and I am super, super duper excited about that because I get to share that on another platform, which is loudmouthradio.com, um, and I get to be able to say it, and, and it's okay. But it is a wonderful opportunity for anybody that is interested in being a vendor or a sponsor for the Wedding Expo. So many people that are getting married next year, we want you all to be able to come out on April 13, 2014, at the Atlanta History Center. It is absolutely divine, 16,000 square feet of land and building and venues to have events like that as well as weddings. I won't go into all of the details, but it, it, it is a contest that we're getting ready to start this month for a couple, for a very deserving couple that suffers with an illness that has caused the bride to go bald um, one being cancer, I know everybody's familiar with that, but also alopecia areta is one that causes people to lose hair. So those are two of the main things that I know that hair loss is caused by. But we're going to have more information on that. We're going to post it on loudmouthradio.com. Be looking for bareheadswedding.expo.com to get information. So now we're going to go into a quick break. No, we're not going into a quick break. Y'all know I'm always looking at my producer and she's like, no, 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 no. We do have our guests, I believe, online. And we're going to bring my lovely, my beautiful, I don't know if you guys saw his picture, but Will Emmons' picture is on Facebook. And um, we, we're going to post it all over because it's one of my favorites. So I'm going to bring him on because <laughs> I love him so much. Will, are you with us? <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you? I'm doing 
so much better. Earlier today, I looked like a rag doll, but I'm a lot better right now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're better than a rag doll. Don't want you to look like a rag doll. Oh, my God. I took a muscle relaxant, and it just totally took me into a different place. But I feel better, and I feel good enough to be able to bring you on and to have this excellent topic. Um, and, you know, we entitled our show, I'm Not Mad at God, I'm Just a Happy Atheist, all because of you. Gotcha, because I'm always happy. I'm always smiling. That's one thing you got to do. You got to smile be You happy. really, you really are. Well, this this conversation actually was sparked by a comment that you made a few months, not even a few months, I think it was last month, and we were all chatting on Facebook, and it went from your description of what you believe and mm-hmm. being a happy atheist and um, other people's thought pattern of traditionalized religion. And, man, if you didn't get hit with bing, 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 I know your computer was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Of people's <laughs> different opinions. And I was mm-hmm. reading it and smiling, saying, <gasps> This has got to be a show. So I appreciate you for even saying yes. I'll, I'll be glad to come on and talk about that. So we want to once again invite any listeners that has a thought, respectful thought, respectful thought, um, to call in at three four seven eight two six seven five two zero, or um, you can listen in on Blog Talk Radio, Loudmouth, and that's Loudmouth with two D Radio. So. Let's jump right into what it is and how you identify with being an atheist. Gotcha. Um, an atheist to me, or what I am, is a person who uh, doesn't identify with a, a belief system or a god or a deity. Um, I guess I am different than some other people who may have not been brought up um, in a religious family. Um, I was brought up in a Christian family. I uh, went to church faithfully. I uh, went to even summer camps. I even served as like a Christian summer camp counselor. But it was like yeah. um, after college, you know, and after not after college, but in college, experiencing different type of people, different people from different races, uh, different religions, and things like that. You started to your brain started to wake you. Like you know what, maybe. I'm not right, you know, because there's always, I think, a time where people are, you have this questioning or like, you know, what is right? Because there's so many religions in the world and you're like, who is right, who is wrong? And me being an atheist, I'm not saying who is right, who is wrong. It's just like I need some type of reasoning and some type of logic to show me to say, hey, this is what, you know, I need something to be logical and reasonable so I can understand it, you know, when saying mm-hmm. someone believes in this, believes in that, um, it's not really about the the religion. It's more about I need to know the information that I am searching for because I'm open-minded. I'm a free thinker and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, and, and I think we, well, I don't think, I know we've had this discussion. I remember when we actually first were introduced, we were in a group. Mm-hmm. And it, it was so nice because it ended up coming to this conversation. Um, we discussed many things, but, you know, you had your Christian beliefs, you had your um, atheist beliefs, you had, what is the other one, Athesis? Uh, agnostic. Agnostic. Um, mm-hmm. Athesis is actually a skin disorder. I don't even know why I came up with that one, but anyway. <laughs> um, 
so you had your agnostic, you know, beliefs and, and talks, and it was so interesting for me at least to be in in the circle of extremely educated, intelligent, well-travelers um, and to have this conversation and nobody was, you know, ready to cut up somebody. Nobody was was screaming and cussing. We all mm-hmm. had the openness of conversation. We agreed to disagree yeah, where we didn't agree. And mm-hmm. I, I was sitting back like, this just doesn't happen in a normal, and I will say this, African-American, black, with, with however you want to identify, it doesn't happen in people of color in the Western society as much as it would different culture, different ethnicity. So I thought, wow, this is really great. And to hear you saying, you know, you came from this Christian background and then to open yourself up to be in a position to say, wait a minute, let me step back. So let's kind of go there for a minute because I know one of the things that you you did mention in wanting to do this this um, interview was to say let's address it from the standpoint, and I will say for both of us of where we came from, we both came up extremely religious, mm-hmm. extremely to the you know for me every day, all the day, a couple of times a day. <laughs> so <laughs> The 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 reason why we titled it is I'm not mad at God is because most people will say to you, and I'm sure, and I've heard this from other people that I know that are atheists, mm-hmm. that, oh, well, you must be mad at God. Something didn't go right in your life, and, you know, you turn mm-hmm. your back on him. And, exactly. You know, all of God has things. brought black people through so many things. How could you turn your back on God? Exactly. Right. I've heard it many times. Right. So how do you address it from that end? How what is and you don't have to answer anybody, but mm-hmm. what have you said? I'm sure in the past. Well, I know for me being you know atheist and being more educated, I'm not going to just go off and you know attack some person you know by mm-hmm. what they state. But I want to give people the history of understanding like where black people came from when they were, you know, became religious, you know. Mm-hmm. Going back to, you know, slavery and before then, people who are black, African-American, I think they forget to understand the history of religion and different other traditions that were either enforced on them by slave masters or also um, people who were indoctrinated through religion by family members, and it also was passed down from generation to generation. Um, mm-hmm. But the black church was a period, then the Jim Crow, Jim Crow era was a period for refuge, which is where a lot of black people could go to plan different movements to order to, you know, pass different laws and things like that. So black people felt uh, a, a sense of homeliness in a church setting so mm-hmm. that's why they're like, okay, God brought us through all this, but actually it was those people who were actually on the ground who were actually working their butts off to actually get this, <laughs> these things done. But then they worship, you know, they said, okay, we worship God because God brought us this, but it's also the God of your oppressors, the God that actually 
you know, brought people through, say, you know, quote unquote, say, brought people through slavery, but also enslaved people as well in the Bible. If we go through different, you know, historical texts and things like that, so I just mm-hmm. try to give people uh, a history of like what religion is, you know, because it's not just one way. There's thousands, you know, there's hundreds of religions, right. but right. we need to understand that, you know, a lot of religion is taught. I mean, when we're born. We're not born with any understanding of a religion or anything like that. We are taught this by our parents and me being, you know, a, you know, a male. Like I was taught to go to church. You need to be a strong black Christian man. You need to be God-fearing and things like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, you pray and you ask God for this and things like that. But are you talking to yourself or is there somebody actually really listening, you know, and things like that? You start to think of stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't, because I want to understand it. I've read it, you know, like I started this conversation out, you know, years ago I was like, uh-uh, I don't even want to hear it. Oh, no, you're right. I didn't even open myself up to knowledge. I was just not mm-hmm. taught that to do. And, you know, Ironically enough, I ended up working in a Christian bookstore and happened to read a book on different religions, how they started. And I thought, wow, if this if this book is telling me to, you know, even think outside the box to mention it, then it might be something to, to some of it. Even if I don't agree, let me at least open myself up to it. Exactly. So in, in the atheist way of living, I won't call it a religion, but I'll call it mm-hmm. a way of living uh, or an acceptance of life. There are no deities. There is no belief in anything higher. Is that where you are? Yes. I mean, the belief that I have, I mean, I believe in science, you know. I'm always willing to learn. I have an open mind. It's like, for instance, if there was something that, you know, I'm a big science buff. If there was something on discovery or something like that that was – uh, you know, some type of astrophysicist figured out, like, this is how, you know, or this is a theory of how the Earth, or well, not the Earth, the universe was started. You know, I would be interested in learning, like, oh, wow, this is a theory. Let me look into this. I'm not stuck into one saying, oh, no, this is how the Earth and the universe was started because it's in the Bible and this was what was told mm-hmm. and this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when I talk to people about that, they're like, well, the Bible is true. And I also like, you know, that it's only a book that's only 2,000 plus years old where the universe is millions upon billions of years old. <laughs> and, you know, I try to actually put that logic together to just understand that the people who actually were the transcribers or written the Bible were people mm-hmm. who were privileged uh, who were able to read and things like that. So mm-hmm. they could actually scribe what they really wanted to write in that. And then also understanding who actually rewrote the Bible. People, I guess African-American black people don't understand who King James was. I mean, yeah. he's a person who um, he was one of the proponents of, like, getting, you know, so slaves to actually just one of the proponents of the slave trade, you know, the mm-hmm. Atlantic slave trade. So you yeah. understand that there's a lot of, history into religion and how it got passed on and how so many people in America are, you know, Christians would over the hundred, you know, the last century. There's millions of people who, you know, when Christianity became a big influence in the United States, I mean, the Christian movement took off. And then a lot of people say, oh, I identify as Christian. 
and identify this and this. There's certain there's multiple levels of Christianity. Mm-hmm. There's a billion things like that. But I just think that we should all be free thinkers and open our eyes or ideas to more like logic and reasoning and say, hey, maybe this happened because of this or, well, that doesn't make that much of a sense. Let me think about this because I think it's more part of fear where we are like, no, I'm not going to question that because (laughs) and I don't want to go and burn and, you know, put, quote, quote, unquote, I don't want to go burn in hell. I think that's the scary thing for people. Nobody wants to burn in hell for eternity. You know, like who, nobody wants to go through that. So I think it's a fear mechanism that is used to enslave people to say, okay, I want to go to somewhere where I don't get burnt because nobody really wants to get burned, but that's what you go, that's where, quote, unquote, bad people go who are not repentant. Because just think about it. I mean, I know all this stuff. I've Grew up in a Christian yeah, setting. I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, I've been there. So, like, people are like, well, this is interesting that you're atheist. Like, I mean, I went to church more than anybody could think of. You know, people are like, well, well you, don't, you don't know how God works, uh, sir or ma'am. I've been to church probably more times <laughs> than you can ever think of. <laughs> so it's like, and I don't really get into arguments with people, but I just want to get people to history and understanding, like, don't go to one way say, oh, I'm right, and these people are wrong. You know, mm-hmm. Have an open-minded understanding of that there's multiple religions and different ways of thinking, and you should be open to all of them. Right. You know, what? what's funny is I think, um, you know, as I have grown up into a more conscious spiritual place, if I had to identify with something and somebody wanted to say, what are you, you know, first of all, I don't, I'm just so over the label of everything. Everything has to have a label now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has for many, many years, but I think I've just grown to the point where I'm like, can I just be me and just do me? But if you had to label me something, I would still label myself as a Christian, and I guess just for the lack of something else. But, mm-hmm. but in studying, I have found so many discrepancies in the rewrite and in the production of the traditional Bible. Totally right. Not that I don't respect some of the teachings or the readings, and I say that mm-hmm. for the sake of saying, I pick up a book, and this is something that I have talked about with, you know, brothers and sisters in the Christian community, is when we've been taught something from birth, especially like you're saying, I mean, my grandmother was a bishop. My mother was in the church constantly. I grew up in ministry except the ministry for myself. And so I, like you, constantly, constantly studying in the word, as they say, I now have understood, first of all, it's not the word as in one, as in that it did its words. There were many words spoken for me. Mm-hmm. This is just me. And if there were many words spoken and if it was a recounting of somebody's memory, if memory serves me right, which it does not always, it could not always serve somebody else right. It's not written chronologically, and it's not written based upon the way, quote-unquote, the Jewish people believe or study. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, first of all, it was not even meant to be read at all times, any old time you felt like it. So I think going back in history, going back into those arenas where this, quote-unquote, Jewish Bible that we kind of have 
fathom our life off of, we have to look at the antiquity of things. We don't live the same way that somebody lived 100 years ago, much less 2,000. We just don't. You're right. It's outdated. Right. And so to still try to follow it to the letter is impossible, period, Mm -hmm. number one. To try to follow anything by the letter is impossible because we are all human and we all think and we all have, you know, we're supposed to turn right and they, you see a sign down the street that says take a detour, but you're not supposed to take a detour. You know, what do you do? So it, it, it's things that you have to adjust to and live your life accordingly. I know um, that in all of the time that most people think, in my opinion, of an atheist, everybody's walking around in despair. Mm-hmm. Again, that, again, that's why we title it, I'm happy. I'm happy calling myself, living my life, accepting what I do as an atheist. I'm a happy person. Um, I don't walk around with doom and destruction. And, you know, for me, I've seen some people, just like I've seen some Christians, some Muslims, um, you know, some Buddhists, I've seen some people be so dogmatic. I once was, so I understand it, but I've seen some people in the, uh, that call themselves atheists be so, you know, Christians are so stupid, uh, Muslims are so this, and primarily it's the Christian Christian verses, which this show is not about, but I just wanted to kind of touch some topics. I've seen so many people that, you know, you're wrong, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. How do you, which I love what you said, but I'll, I'll reiterate, how do you then be as calm in your conviction about what you believe and sharing it versus, you know, let me throw this back at you and hit you just as much as it can be thrown and hit at you? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you said. How do you find that maturity level or that, that balance? Yeah, it's just based on like more of like just having a um the approach that I approach people about. You know, because a lot of people don't talk about politics, a lot of people don't talk about religion. And I feel mm-hmm. like people don't talk about it because it's a topic that people are gonna feel like, Oh, somebody's gonna try to bash me and things like that. Mm-hmm. And whenever I talk about atheism or anything that's secular, free thinking on my Facebook page or any of my social media profiles, you know, I let it be an open conversation because I want the dialogue to occur because there could be someone who's actually in an area where they're thinking about, you know, being an atheist or like, okay, well, I don't believe in this. I don't think this way anymore because we have a group called Black Nonbelievers of America where there's a lot of individuals who may be, you know, struggling with, you know, in between a religion, like their their wife or their husband may be really religious, and then they're like, well, I don't believe in this anymore. How does it yeah. work? You know, there's people that, I mean, there's people who are really struggling with things like that. So it's actually something that we have to talk about in a black community because not every black person is a Christian. Um, when you tell someone, a black person now, you know, that you're an atheist, they look at you like, huh? That means you're not black. <laughs> You can't be an atheist. You know, yeah, like I'm you're black. That's like, like saying you're, I'm you're, black you're acting white because you're an you atheist. Like, but how how is that possible? You know what I mean? So you just understand that people uh, are going to think like that because it's what they're taught, and it's and like you're saying, indoctrination is very hard to change. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not out to change anybody's view what they think. I'm out to 
let people know that there's other people that are like you that are living in the world because it's hard for people to sometimes, and with the Internet it helps, um, to, you know, find other atheist people that have the same uh, different types of ideas and thoughts and things like that that you have. So it means really good to share those things with people, and especially in our community because African-American people are some of the most, have the most highest uh, religious following or belief in God. I mean, like the Pew Research, I know I like checked it probably about a couple of months ago, it's like 85, 90% of people who consider themselves African-American or black consider themselves to be Christian or, you know, very religious compared yeah. to people who are white or non-Asian who are around 70 or 8%. So black people, you know, are very religious, and um, they have to, I guess, think more logical and be more open to different ideas because there are a lot of black people who are leaving the church. And there's leaving the church lot. because uh, yeah. prosperity pimps. I call it pimping in the pulpit. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're mad because there could be a pastor that's up there preaching against homosexuality, and there could be members who are playing the piano or the organ who are sitting right there in their congregation who are feeling attacked. They're like, this person is saying that I'm going to hell because I'm gay. But this person who is preaching to me is the same person who's doing other other kind of sins. But it's mm-hmm. people who. I call them salad pickers of different scriptures in the, in, in the Bible. They do this to actually get the people in the crowd really rowdy and like, oh, yes, that's good, and start to give them money. Here's, here's $20, Pastor. You're preaching a good word. But this good word that you're preaching is about hate, and that's one thing that I'm not tolerant of. I'm right. more of equality than I think I, anybody I know because I think that's how we're going to bring uh, bring unity to humanity because we have all these things that well, we hate this person because they're gay or they this. Or, let's off squash that, forget that. And that's what the atheism is. Like, I don't care who or what you are. I'm going to love you no matter what. I don't care what you do. Right. <laughs> so that's and my yeah, level that's, of thinking. Yeah, people have to yeah. get out of that mentality like, oh, you're you're going. You know, people discriminate people who are, are interracial couples and things like mm-hmm. that. It's like, mm-hmm. forget about all that. Let people do whatever they want to. We're humans, you know. Mm-hmm. Just be human. <laughs> right. You know what? That That's so, I think that's the critical key point. And I said that at the beginning of the show. I remember telling somebody that we were going to have this show, and they were like, mm. I got a lot more, mm, mm. And I said, you know, let me tell you, first and foremost, I am going to have my brother on this show, whom I love, okay? And it's not about, do we share the same beliefs um, or life support in the sense of our individuality? But we do share the same love of each other. And to me, that is critical in my life right now. I have, you know, I, I, I must pat myself on the back when it comes down to finally understanding. Well, and I did this years ago because I used to have such a strong um passion against abortion, I was just like, you know, oh, no way, da, da, da. And then I had to stop and think that if I was truly, at that time, very uh, religious and very dogmatic Christian, if I was truly saying that I am living my life as in a Christ-like manner and, mm-hmm. and following those scriptures that I believe to be true and saying if, if God gave me the right to choose, quote-unquote, at that time, life or death, or if he gave me the right to choose, period, 
who am I then to take the choice from somebody to believe or to do something? It doesn't mean that I have to agree with that belief for me, but who am I to take your right to choose? Mm-hmm. Who, who am I to say to you that you're wrong to be an atheist and you're wrong to be a Muslim, you're wrong, you know, to be a Buddhist or or, or whatever you are? Um, or whatever, I won't say you are as a person, but what you identify as. Who am I to take that from you? Exactly. I'm not I'm not in that position to do it. First of all, I didn't give it to you. So who am I to take it? So I think it's critical that we understand that love covers, protects, lifts up, supports, and that's what we should really be about because that's life. That's real living. And how you... Um, come across to me in my daily living and how I come across to you, that should be the ultimate goal. In any, I, I know I'm a part of this group called The Three Faiths, um, where it really breaks down Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And it brings the thought processes together where you're able to open up and say, can we have a conversation? Because at the end of the day, we all have eyes and nose and mouths hands, feet, so forth and so on. And it's the same well, thing. Same. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know, being an atheist or anything else that you would say that you are. We're still people at the end of the day. I yeah. mean, really, no matter the color of skin. I said to someone one day, if you closed your eyes and you could, you, you had, um, no, I said if you had an accident, and, you know, you were in a coma, you woke up and you didn't have a thought of who you were. You didn't have a remembrance of religion. You didn't have a remembrance of female or male. Nothing. You just woke up and saw images in front of you. And you had to be retaught. What would you be taught? You would be taught whatever somebody wanted to give you to believe. Totally. It would be up to you to accept that belief or that way of life or not. Mm-hmm. And you that's know? right. And there may be some callers who are, you know, thinking like, oh, wow, I've been taught this way all my life. And what if it's, it's not like that I'm trying to be approving like, right, because I'm not, I don't even know what's, you know, it's so many ideas out there, so many theories and scientific, you know, ideas. And I'm mm-hmm. open to, you know, looking at different things. Is there could be some people who have grown up in a church and who found that, like, you know, the church is not working for me because, you know, a lot of times the churches are now, it's about money, you know, when yeah, it comes a lot to tithing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the biblical times, nobody gave money. They gave, you know, burnt offerings. They gave different, like, spices, you know, all the different types of things. And now, it's a money game, and this is about how much money you're giving. I mean, the last time I went to church is the last time I stopped going to church. Uh, it was a church in Louisiana, and when I walked through the door, the pastor said, hold up, hold up, y'all are running like 10 minutes late. Y'all got to stop and drop up y'all t- ties right there at the door. Oh, and I'm no. Looking like, is this dude serious? Like, did, like everybody just turn around and look at me like that? It's like when I was going through my sense, like maybe, you know, I'm still going to check out a church, you know, because I'm still kind of like in an open-minded state, but I'm like, no, you know, I'm just going to just, because this is like, if I can't accept, the, you know, all of it, then I don't want any of it because, you know, just reading the Bible, you know, just after, you know, graduating college, I want to get more like the in-depth of understanding history and religion. 
and a lot of the things in there was contradictory. You know, there's a lot of things yeah. in for the New Testament to the Old Testament and the New Testament are like, hmm, this doesn't make too much of sense, you know? It was like, uh, no, that didn't work, you know? So it's like right, you have to right. be understanding, like, hey, I, kind of like believing in Santa Claus. Like, I stopped believing in Santa Claus when I was with a kid, you know? Some people stopped believing in God because they're like, they open their eyes to different things and different, you know, ways to understand, you know, like, the universe and things like that. So, yeah. Right. Wow. You know, it, that that's amazing that, that you say, and I, I agree with and so much. One question. Of, Did you have a passcode for this show? Because I know I have friends, you know, trying to log into the show, and they were wanting for a passcode. You know what? And I will have our producer, I was getting ready to say, we're getting ready to okay. take a break and let her come in and, and give our listeners some information on how to connect with us. That was okay, gotcha, because people were like, oh, this is interesting. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so let's take a break, and we'll allow her to come in and tell us that information, and we'll be right back. Okay. You're listening to Loudmouth Radio, the show tonight, The Bear Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, with Ms. Jazzy Jones is broadcasting live. If you're listening to this show via Internet and would like to call in, please do so at the studio line at 347-826-7520. As well as you can actually tweet us at Loudmouth. We're live on our social media. We'll respond to you as well as post questions if you have any. Also, we want to announce the exciting opportunity to get tickets for the Loudmouth Comedy Presents October 10, 2013, at the 44 Theater, located at 444 Highland Avenue Northeast. This show is a show you're not going to want to miss. Comedy and jazz, such a winning, a winning combination. So we introduce and relax and laugh Thursdays at the all-new state-of-the-art theater right off of Highland and Boulevard. This actual show is going to be featuring comics Desta Tucker, Headliner Terry Moore, hosted by Ms. Wall Street, as well as Lil Steph, and the awesome sounds of the ATL band and Al Bates. Tickets are $25 online in advance, 30 at the door. If you have more questions, contact us at 706-363-3895. This is a show you're definitely not going to want to miss. And we'd like to recognize our sponsors again, Bright Car Spa of Atlanta at 360 Edgewood Avenue, as well as... Auto Maze and Autos in Stockbridge, located at 4282 North Henry Boulevard in the Stockbridge, Georgia area. And Harold's Chicken and Ice Bar, located at 349 Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta. And they're the home of the famous fried chicken from Chicago. Tonight we want to recognize also Miss Jazzy's project coming up, the Bearheads Wedding Dream Expo, April 13, 2014 at the Atlanta History Center. For more information, you can go online to bareheadsweddingexpo.com. And now back to your host, Jazzy. Thank you, thank you. I think we may have a caller caller in just a few minutes. We will um, allow you to come in if you are interested in speaking with us. We definitely want to hear from any of our listeners, um, any of our listeners that are interested in giving their uh, input, we would love to have you on on air. So, Carla, are you live? I mean, Carla, are you live? You are live on the show now. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. And you? Can you hear me? I can hear you just well. Who are we speaking with? If you would like to give us your name, 
Absolutely. My name is Mandisa Thomas, and I am one of the founders and current president of Black Nonbelievers Incorporated, which is based in Atlanta, Georgia. And well, I, I am very, very proud of Will for being on this show and um, and representing for those of us who do not believe in any deity or spiritual being whatsoever. <laughs> so I really appreciate him. Uh, I really appreciate him being on your show. Well, I appreciate him, too, and definitely we appreciate you calling in. Um, so you've been listening to the show. Um, I just happened to tune in before the break. I um, actually had to take care of some uh, some business, but I did hear Will when he was explaining that, um, basically uh, equating belief in God to or uh, letting go of belief in God equating it to letting go of belief in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and any other mystical beings that we've been taught to believe in or conditioned to believe in as children. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you say you are the founder and the leader? Yes, I am. I'm, okay, uh, I, wanted to, I, wanted you, I wanted you to repeat it again because anytime we have somebody on the show, we always like to give that information out. First of all, we really appreciate you calling in, so we want to be able to to do follow-ups on that. So if anybody is interested, they will okay. be able to get that information. So say it slowly so we can make okay. sure to post it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, great. My name is Mandisa Thomas, mm-hmm. and I am the one of the founders and the current president of Black Nonbelievers Incorporated, which is based in Atlanta. In Atlanta. And, and how many how many members do you guys have? I'm just um, interested. This is fascinating to me. Online, we have oh, close to 800 members in our forums between yeah. Facebook, between Meetup, and between our followers on our fan page and Twitter. Uh, we tend to generate between uh, 25 and 50 people depending on the events we hold because okay. we do host in-person, offline events. Or, um, which are geared towards, they're open to everyone, uh-huh. uh, anyone who is interested in, um, you know, in, in connecting with uh, fellow atheists and non-believers. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely a support system for those who um, who either have been ostracized or distanced from family members and friends. They mm-hmm. feel isolated. Uh, if they're in a highly religious uh, environment, either at work or at home. And so we serve to support each other and also those who have questions, who are struggling with their belief in mm-hmm. in favor of abandoning it altogether. And see, and that, was actually, that. that was actually, I'm so glad that you, you stated that and that you called because that was one of the questions that I was going to bring up to Will and I bring it up to both of you, um, is that the alienation that I think I've seen and I've read and studied that a lot of people who identify as atheists have because here you are in this loving, wonderful family. And the moment you decide to go a different direction from family belief, whether that be religion, whether that be uh, a spouse or a love or a same-gender loving identification, a job, whatever, whatever it is that it is against 
a family or friendship beliefs, you are completely shunned. And so to have this support system is amazing. So when somebody is in that position and they say, you know, they find your, your group, they find your site, what in the event that you do, what do they come? Because now in the tradition, you know, we would go to church or we would go to a hall or we would go to some formal meeting and we would give our worship, we would give our praise, we would give our hugs or whatever we would do um, mm-hmm. and hear, quote, unquote, that one main or two or three or four main people what is it that you do in your, your group? And either one of you can answer that question. Okay. Uh, well, would you, like, would you like me to answer that? Or, um... Yeah, go ahead. And I, yeah, you go ahead. And I go after you. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, first, we host a general meeting every third Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And that, those are usually held in different locations, um, unless otherwise noted. Uh, on our website. We also sponsor a Recovering from Religion meeting, which meets every second Saturday of the month in the Morrow's area, in the South Lake Mall area, Mm -hmm. uh, the Starbucks on Mount Zion Road. And we also host different social events. Um, We have our third annual Halloween party coming up. we also we we just we like to do a lot of different social things. We go mm-hmm. bowling. We may go to the movies. Uh, we also, um, you know, well, we're going to be participating in uh, with the Atlanta Free Thought Society in uh, in the Pride festivities. So we mm-hmm. are very pro LGBT. We are very pro human rights. We are very inclusive of those who feel that they have been excluded. And, wow. Um, Yeah, we have different, uh, sometimes we host different events. We attend uh, different conventions um, that are uh, are free thought related. So, yeah, for the most part, we have definitely at least two to three events that our members and others can attend uh, a month. So we're very active, and we like yeah. to and we like to participate. And we're we're actually working on doing more coalition building, working with more um, LGBT interfaith initiatives to show to increase our presence and to show people that we're out here and that we're we're open. We're not these um, demonizing people that others mm-hmm. may portray us to be, and that mm-hmm. we care about our communities. We do care about. Uh, improving our conditions, and also just showing people, tearing down a lot of the misconceptions that people have about us. Exactly. And there are a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> which I are very untrue, which aren't true at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. they're think, not true. Some yeah. people think that we worship the devil. Like, no, yeah. that's Satanism. And I don't worship the devil. I don't even believe in a devil, so I can't worship something yeah. I don't believe in. Right. Exactly. Because I was going to say that's the main one that, you know, you know, the issues of the devil is just this, it's just that. And, um, you know, it's almost it's, it's almost like, and Lord knows, please, nobody text me, nobody email me. I'm, I don't mean this in a malicious way. I'm just going to use this to, to reference. But you know mm-hmm. how we discriminate against our heavier and obese or fat, if you will, people, and we go, oh, wow, and you have such a pretty face. As uh-huh. if none of them, as if nothing else matters. <laughs> but, you right. know, but the face, we just demoralize them altogether. And I think um, 
in in the statements and the beliefs and the idea of an atheist, the first thing that is thought of is the Satanistic, this you know, this devil worshiper person. And to hear, you know, you guys speak and to open up understanding from your point of view, because only you can walk in your shoes. If we don't hear it, we will never know it. We will never begin to understand it because we're not even open to hear. Right. So it's one of those, wow, for real, for me, for me. Mm-hmm. Because this show, this show was for me as well to to hear. And I know, like I said, Will and I first met, it was just like the greatest conversation of learning, you know, and to being exposed to something that I had not been exposed to from a conversation, had been exposed to people saying it, but we didn't go into an in-depth conversation. Wow. So so this is just like for real, you know, me personally, I like having that some thing, as people would say, a God. I like having a spirit. I understand it different than I did growing up, and I'm I'm so glad for the expansion of thought. Really. Right, right. I'm super glad for that because I was woo woo. I was something girl. Um, right. But, you know, I think more people are going if they're not going all the way over to becoming atheists. I think definitely people are becoming more spiritually and open minded to hmm, it's some fallacies in the Bible. I know most of my Christian friends are going to hate me, but oh well, it just is. <laughs> You're right, and you're right. Yeah. I'm talking about my family members and people who are very ultra-religious. They're like, well, no, stop. Well, don't be breaking down my religion. I'm like, that, don't say it's your religion. Cause I used to believe in the same thing, but then I was like, you know what? I don't believe in this because this is not right, you know? Like, yeah. If you don't go a little deeper and, and dig, I, I think my eyes came open to some fallacies when, I went to a Jewish uh, messianic synagogue, and I was like, wait a minute, this ain't what my Bible says. But we were were patterning ourselves off of the Jewish culture. So now I'm in a Jewish setting, and I'm saying, "Mm -mm, that ain't the same. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it made me open up to even having these type of conversations. Right. You know, knowledge is the greatest enemy to especially blind belief. Mm-hmm. Because what we find is that so many, especially blacks, because we've been indoctrinated for the most part, I can honestly say that I was never formally indoctrinated into religion, but I'm one mm-hmm. of the lucky I, 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 I <laughs> When I talk to people, I say I'm, I'm lucky. Because so many people have been ingrained and indoctrinated, and some of my, a lot of my family members included, they've mm-hmm. been ingrained and conditioned to believe blindly in this religion and not to question it. They'll be taught to question mm-hmm. everything else, but except for that that belief and yeah. that it should not apply, and you should just have, you should just have faith in it. No, even even in its contradictory state. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's been very, very confusing and, and painful for people. It's oh a very God, yes. painful process because you're, you feel like you're going against everything 
that mm-hmm. you know your that your family and, and you feel like you're going to get everything you stand for, and there's a real fear that that you'll go to hell or that you know yeah. something bad will happen to you if you stop. And you know that's something that really is it's sad. You know, from my point yeah. of view, it is sad to and to to see that, and that's why that support is needed. And even well-meaning family members that are believers. They don't. They don't realize that what they're doing can be, in, you know, potentially harmful. Yes. And yeah. you know, and, and they need to understand that. And and I think that others do need to understand that. Like I said, even it is not our goal to, you know, to to just say, oh well, you should just be atheist. You shouldn't believe at all. That mm-hmm. is a journey that the individual comes to. Oh, um, I love that. <laughs> you know, that is not something that we can make you do. You know, the first step is to start to think for yourself mm-hmm. and to, mm-hmm. you know, and start to grow mentally and, and progress. And, and that's most important than anything else. No one should make you feel bad for that. Right. Well, you know what? I, I, I so, I mean, I'm sitting here with chills thinking this is amazing because, you know, we do a lot of shows and we do – um, and outside of the shows, I have dealt with so many people that have been suicidal. And to know that a lot of it is religion-based and a, a religion that is supposed to love and is supposed to protect and to grow that individual. And I'm not saying this as a, a dog, I'm, you know, I'm an atheist per se or I'm a this or that. I'm just saying it as a fact. Um, and right. that's not to, to go against or to go with. It's just a fact that right. so many religious groups, um, doctrines, and thought processes have really put people in a position where they have felt alienated within the body, within the body mm-hmm. of that religious sector. And so I remember years ago... Um, I had gone to my first same gender loving event and I walked around, you know, it was almost like scales were falling off of my eyes because I began to see people love people for people. And it was straight people there with same gender loving people. It was black, Asian, Indian, white, black. It was everybody. And I said, wow, if the church could just be like this gay event, mm-hmm. <laughs> this church. Mm-hmm could just represent what I have been taught my entire life, and that is to love everybody. If we could just do the things that we've been taught to do, life and love would be so much easier. So, you know, to hear that here's a group of people who have set aside a doctrine or set aside a belief system in something other than each other because we are all individual spirits coming together in a physical being and just protecting and loving and supporting one another. I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely awesome. Absolutely. So I, I, I commend your way of thought process um, because that key element and again, at the end of the day, leaves us all to be individually human and right. individually spirit. Period. Breath yep. of air. We all share it. Mm-hmm. 
We really, really do. And I think, you know, what people need to understand is that, you know, it's okay to have it's, it's okay to have these questions and it's okay to it's okay to be skeptical and to doubt and and and, and scrutinize a, a belief system or a system of indoctrination because I contend you know we we've all been indoctrinated in some way it's anything that teaches you not to question what you've been taught is 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 pretty much it's pretty dang, it can be pretty dangerous and mm-hmm. you know we've all mm-hmm. we know that you know, religion has been used, some people use it as a means of loving and caring for others, but also, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, some of the meanest people I've ever met in my life were Christians. Yes, I agree. They're some of the meanest people I I've ever agree. met in my life. <laughs> right about I, I used to be one of them, so yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was horrible. Right. <laughs> I'm like, if this is what your religion really promotes, I don't think I want to be bothered. Sorry, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's it's best to be real about that. Let's be real about the people that's representing this, you know, this this belief system. You know, yes, there are some good, and, and there are some there are some questionable atheists as well. But again, that that goes that that's that's um you know that's a part of the human dynamic. But when you talk about a religion that is supposed to be based on love and based on acceptance, and then you see something totally different from quite a few people, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you can't deny that. You you, you have to. It's best for people to talk about that. It's true. But again, as as Will stated, you know, in the beginning, and Will, you can you know you can definitely chime in on this. It's the dialogue, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not there as much as it is in other cultures. Mm-hmm. It is not. because it's like, it's based, it's based on fear because we are, you know, are, are people who are, you know, are fearful of different things. And, you know, I could say we're very, black people are very conservative in their, mm-hmm. in their mentality way of thinking. They don't want to change the tradition because they feel like, well, big mama taught us this, and my right. dear taught us this, and they cannot be wrong because why would they teach us something that were wrong? But you have right. to understand, Big Mama and my dear were the same people who were growing up and who were their parents, you know, taught them, you know, their religion or brought them up in a religious household and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then they passed mm-hmm. it on to their kids, just like me. You know, I asked my mom and dad, you know, where did you get your religion from? Well, I was brought up this way. Well, then mm-hmm. I was brought up this way and things like that. It's like, well, why do why why was I taught like that? Why do I think like that? And then I had to start questioning, like I think like that because I was taught like that, you know. Exactly. And the big thing for me is about equality and like the the church stance on homosexuality, and that's my my top main one. Is because there's so many people. Just think about how many gay people are in the church, in the black church. Right. Gay people in the black church keep the black church running. And if uh-huh. people don't want to want to hear that, they're playing the organ, they're playing the piano, they're they're working the choir. The pastor sometimes he can be gay, but he's out out there talking about, oh, God didn't have been Adam and Steve. He's been Adam and Eve. I mean, we really right. need to cut out there and start loving each other and say, hey, you know, I may not be right, but we can't be promoting hate and discrimination. And like Mandisa said, that we're supposed to be all loving. I mean, how can you be? Yeah, it, it's, it's, some, it's some stuff, Lord, so this is stuff that needs to be worked on as 
you know what, and I won't even, I mean, I will say church, but I will say as a bigger picture, we need to work on our ideas as a people of what love is and what love Mm -hmm. is not. And I think ultimately if we get to a place where, again, my same scenario, if I wake up tomorrow and my memory is gone, who's going to teach me? That's the person I'm going to believe because I have nothing to base anything on but what you're giving me. So if I'm going to teach love as colorblind, if I'm going to teach love, period, i got to first teach what love is, you know. So I think it's a lot of things that need to be unlearned so that we can now have a better palette and, and a better, you know, foundation so that we can go forward and live a life that is, encouraging and supportive mm-hmm. and giving and accepting. We haven't been taught that as a black people definitely, but I think in, in this society we just, you know, we base everything off of that first word that somebody gave us and we ran with it. If that word was racist, guess what we were? We were racist. You're right. You know, You're right. It, it, so we have to come back to find what works. And every time we look at anybody that supported somebody in an encouraging way, that person always blossomed. You you know, if that was the society that they were surrounded in. If, if we make our communion of people that support each other, generally we all make it. We all come up. We all do better. Uh, I definitely agree, but I think there's still a huge misconception that in order to be good, that in order to be moral, that you must believe in a God or that you must be religious, which is absolutely untrue, and religion and belief in itself is actually proving that not to be true. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that once we're able to look past this idea that you absolutely must need to, to believe in a God in order to be a good human being, their perceptions will change. And I can say that over the past couple of years, it you know, we've, we've had um, some other black uh, media outlets reach out to us, which is good, you know, and they're, they're, you know, the people, there are more blacks that are starting to speak out more openly about mm-hmm. their issues, their, their, their criticism of religion, um, leaving the church and abandoning belief altogether. So there definitely is some progress. Um, we certainly can stand to see a lot more, but it, it, it is coming. You know, I am very, uh, very um, optimistic about the future mm-hmm. and how we're able to communicate on this level, even if we don't necessarily see eye to eye on everything, that it's okay to right. have intelligent discourse. We don't yeah, exactly. have to argue a fight about it. Yeah, we don't have to tear each other down as a result. You don't have to say, oh, I'll pray for your soul. We've had that uh, happen <laughs> I recently. I got an email at our website saying that, um, you know, I need to read the Bible because mm-hmm. then I would see that I'm wrong and those who who created BN will not have long to live. And, and I just, I, I laughed it off. <laughs> but um, this mm-hmm. is the kind of stuff that sometimes we get. And, uh, you know, it, it's pretty sad. It, it shows, you know, it shows, number one, uh, the, the, their fear. And, right. And uh, I don't encourage anyone to live through fear, through their fear. Okay. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. I think it's good for people to overcome and communicating communicating with, with each other and um mm-hmm. and and looking looking beyond that helps a whole lot. You know, there's yeah. still so many who like like Will said, you know, there's so many gays in the church, so many homo you know, the L G B T in a church, but yet they're feeling I'm pretty sure they're feeling uh some sort of, you know, disconnect there. Some right. or or justification there. And they shouldn't have to it shouldn't have to be that way. No, no. no it shouldn't. It definitely shouldn't. But you know, I I think you're uh, and we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. I wanted to stop and say that because this this is just yummy. I'm so excited over knowledge and, and being educated and just talking in general. Um, so I really appreciate both of you being on air. Um, and we're going to take a break in just a few minutes, too. You know, we always got to pay the donut so we can stay on the air on loudmouthradio.com. If you want to call in, please do call in at 347 Seven five two zero. I think we do have a call on the line. As soon as we take a break, we're going to come back and allow uh, uh, this caller to come in. I, if I think it's who I think it is, they want it to be a part of the show so desperately, so we want to definitely allow them to come in. So we're going to take a quick break, pay bills, and come right back, and then we're not going to be on show that much longer, and we can go get some yummies in our tummy. So give us just a moment, and we'll be right back. And we, we have our announcer producer just, you know, doing 2,000 things. So we're going to let her come in and give us a, a quick commercial. Okay. You ought to see us in the studio running around like chickens with a head cut off. It's crazy over here. <laughs> oh, but let me just mention this while she's waiting to come in. We will be That's having. That's what happens when you're in the studio with your head. Yes. Yes, what? Let me say this really quickly. I do want to say you will hear this. I know all of you that are not getting married, some of you don't believe in the institutionalization of marriage, so forth and so on. I am going to bore you for the next few months because we will be having a bridal wedding. Well, not a bridal. I said I wasn't going to say that. We're having a wedding expo in April. I'm so excited about it. And so I want you to stay tuned, keep in touch, Listen out for our website, which is Bearheads Dream, no, Bearheads Wedding Expo. We just got it logged up, so uh, we're still formatted and getting some additional information on this. So we're going to have her to give us a quick commercial, and then we're going to bring our guests back in. You're listening to Loudmouth Radio Live. In the metro Atlanta area, broadcasting straight to you, an awesome show on the bare truth, love, life, sex, and flowers with Ms. Jazzy Jones and her special guest. If you're partaking in this actual sponsored broadcast, we want to ask you to tweet at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, or on Instagram at Loudmouth, also on Facebook, Loudmouth Online. We ask you to take any of your questions and comments. You can chat with us right at blogmouthradio.com slash loudmouthradio as well as email us at loudmouthmedia at gmail if you want to be a little more disclosed and private in regards to some of your questions or comments. And we want to share with you our studio number again. is 347-826-7520. Partake in the conversation. I'm sure that is revelating to you tonight. And we want to make sure we recognize all our sponsors, Bright Car Spa of Atlanta, as well as Automazing Autos of Stockbridge and Harold's Chicken and Ice Bar, 
in the metro Atlanta area. Make sure you guys follow us online at loudmouthradio.com. All of our shows become archived after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're just coming into the show and you miss a big part of this, not to fear, you'll be able to pull up this podcast after the show is complete. As well as Loudmouth Radio is a part of Stitcher Radio, which puts us in over 4 million in-car dashboard listeners, over 20 million iPhone and Android users. So always know that you can actually listen to us directly from loudmouthradio.com or download the app Stitcher to your phone, and that's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. And for all those who are listening, if you're calling in tonight and want to take the opportunity to win these tickets that we've been tweeting and putting out on Facebook for the October 10th Relax and Laugh Thursdays, you need to call in 347-826-7520 and tell them that you're coming to the Loudmouth Comedy Show and Jazzy, We'll take your call and get your information offline and make sure you get the tickets for this awesome show at 444 Highland Avenue at the new state-of-the-art 444 Theater. For all of those who may not have heard about this theater, it's a very new theater, holds just a little bit under 300 seats, state-of-the-art, light show and everything. It's going to be an awesome event. want to make sure that you're able to take the time. Take a friend. Take your family member. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to have some fantastic headline comics as well as a band that's going to blow your socks off. So from that, we'll take it back to Jazzy. I'm stuck. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I love technical difficulties. They give you a laugh throughout the day. Okay, so we now have a new guest online, and I want to bring them right in. Thank you for waiting. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you well. Great. Yeah, welcome, is... welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I know no. you. Who <laughs> 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 yeah, we I've have the pleasure? A lot of what you know. Um, my name is Morgan, and oh, I'm Mandisa. I'm part of her group. Oh, great! I pretty much agree with was a lot of um, with her and what Will were saying. You know, in regards to religion. Uh huh especially when it comes to the black community. I now, mean, what, to illustrate. What, okay, go, I'm ahead. go ahead. Oh, I just want to kind of illustrate a little bit the level yes, mm-hmm. of um, brainwashing that mm-hmm. one has to be in to accept a book that explicitly endorses slavery and you're a descendant of a slave. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really seriously deep level of brainwashing. Not only on part of the people who are slaves, but on part of the people who are enslaving, because for them, the book is pretty much telling them that it's okay to subjugate another human being into slavery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of Christians will say, you know, it was a kind of slavery, it was a different kind of slavery, it was slavery light, you know, but when he beat them some kinds, it was different back then. But to me, it doesn't really make a difference. Mm-hmm. A circumstance mm-hmm. where one human being can own another human being. Right. Even if it's a parent or a child. And, you know, the way the black church is now, it's kind of like, you ever see one of those television programs where the patient is in the hospital and they're on life support and they're getting ready to die and the family's gathered around the patient and they don't want to accept that the patient's going to die? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everyone around them knows that the patient is dying. <laughs> so that's kind of like the way the black church is 
with the black community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the other communities know it's dying. They know. Wow, what an analogy. It's not really necessary. <laughs> but we don't know it. We're like, well, no, let's just do this, or let's try to fix it this way or that way. Or let's, mm-hmm. have you try, we just have it on life support, but it's not really yeah. providing a function to the community that we really need. I mean, it's taking, you know, taxes from the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, excuse me, ties from the community. It's not paying any taxes. It's running down our roads. It uses police and fire. I'm not sure why. If God's protecting the church, it needs police and fire, but they use police and fire. That comes out of our tax money. Um, right, but everyone knows it. All these other communities are creepily standing away and leaving the church, but we are clinging on to the patient and wearing more lifeblood into him and keeping him pumping, even if he's not really doing anything. Hmm. Now, that's an interesting, you know, I'm over here like, wow, the church is on life. What I love that. You know, I, I, I'm writing all these things down so that I can use it later in, in conversation. And, you know, thank you guys for, for coming on and, and helping me stay educated and I can be fancy when I speak. I think, um, once again, and I'm, I'm so glad, Morgan, that you joined the show, I wanted to, to find out what your story is, if you would share a little bit. And I, I know um, we've heard Wills, we've heard Mendeecas. And so I'm always interested to find out where was your transition, if there were ever a transition, um, if you were taught one way and then you decided, you know, I, I no longer identify with that belief system. Do you mind sharing how you be, became the identifier of being an atheist? Yeah, sure. Um, I was, wasn't raised in a very religious family. Um, mm-hmm. and my mother was a typical, what you call a cafeteria Christian, you know, takes a parts leave what she doesn't want. Um, <laughs> you know, when I was in my teenage years, I actually converted and became a Rastafarian. Okay. And, you know, during that time, I started to realize that whatever made me leave Christianity to become a Rastafarian, I don't really see too much difference between converting from one religion to the other or why mm-hmm. one religion was better than the other. Um, the same things that made me leave Christianity kind of made me leave Rastafarianism, and I just didn't see why I would have to go another step to yet another religion, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not offering anything for the other. And so do you do you find now and and this is a question you know that I I would love to go across the panel do you guys find now that where you are without a recognized deity or belief system per se do you find that you are more well grounded for me um yeah I would think so I mean I think a lot of uh Christians or even religious people in general. I just don't want to pick on Christians just because we're not. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because <laughs> uh, I will mute you on this show. No, just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they tend to um, kind of live for what's afterlife. You know, if they have something going on that's bad, they just say, well, you know, my war is in heaven. And they mm-hmm. live for life after death. And me as an atheist, I don't believe that there is a life after death, so I live for today. And I don't make this place just basically my doormat to wipe my feet on because something better is coming. I make today better. Mm-hmm. Because 
today is what matters for me. Okay. Yeah, I would I say that. that. Um, I am very, very liberated. I've always been sort of liberated, and there were some things that I've had to contend with growing up in my life, mm-hmm. and, but not once did I ever con- seriously consider turning to belief as a viable option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking about death as a as a child, and I, I tried. Like most believers, or like most people, I, I gave it a try. You know, mm-hmm. I tried to reconcile that there's a heaven and, you know, I'll, I know I'll be there, you know, as far as the afterlife, but I was, you know, I, I just could never, after a while, I couldn't reconcile that because I always had too many questions in my head. And, um, you know, I, I just always, the, the, the problems that I had in my life, the solutions came better when I thought about them, when I implemented them, and I also sought the help from other people and other um, and other entities that didn't rely on putting your trust or faith in God or or, or, a, or a, a deity. So mm-hmm. for me, it's been much more. It it makes me responsible, and I and I and I own it, which is which is a good thing for people. You know, you can't just put it off on someone else or something else to fix. And that is at the end of the day is more liberating than anything else. Wow, love it. I love it. Will, what about you? Do we still have Will on the line? Oh, I don't know. Well, I hope he didn't disappear. <laughs> oh, yes, Will? I'm here. I'm sorry. I I'm here. Will, you better rapture. come back to us. <laughs> I am here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. What, like, just like when Nancy. What Mandita said, it's, it's liberating. You know, I was stuck in, like, religious, you know, I've come from a religious upbringing. It's like, like I'm responsible for everything that happens to me, you know. Like, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I do something really great, if I have a, if I plan something out really well and it works works well, it's because of the effort that I put in it, not giving anybody else the credit because I work for it, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, it's coming from a factor where I, like, Going through a time when I was a little kid, like, okay, is there is a heaven, there's a hell. You know, you go into church and you see people catch the Holy Ghost. But then I was going through a part of the stage where I went to church and one of our friends was a pastor. He tried to make me catch the Holy Ghost, and I'm like, okay, is he trying to push me down? He's trying to make me fall out. I'm like, okay, no, this is not for me. And I'm like, okay, uh, somebody right here. So, like, uh, yeah. So it's like questioning those things, like, okay, you know, everything that you believe and see is not totally true. You know, it's just it's a it's a level of freedom that where I think not everybody is able to to understand, you know, to come to a, a level of free thought and understanding of logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think I think we have another caller. Caller, would you like to speak with us? <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Um, I did want to say uh, I had I found some interesting questions and facts um, about atheism, and I thought this was the cutest thing. So I did want to bring this on. I don't, my producer was like, you know, just in case the show gets heavy. I said, well, it's not heavy. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we've had a heavy conversation at all. I've quite enjoyed it. But I did think some of these were cute. So I wanted to see if you guys, you know, had a thought process about this. 
anyway, these are little fun thoughts and and just interesting information. It says, in in the United States, what organization bars atheists from joining? Does anybody know? Um, I think that's the Boy Scouts. Girl, now let Mm -hmm. me just tell y'all, the person who answers correctly three of these first will win a ticket to the Loudmouth Comedy Presents night on August, on August, on October 10th. Sunny, our our producer, who is also a comedian and is hilarious, is having a fantastic night of relaxing laughs jazz, and comedy. So, Mandisa, you are already on your way. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Who said, in response to a question on his religious beliefs, I find enough mystery in mathematics to satisfy my spiritual needs? That's a tough one. Einstein? No. Look, I need some music. I need a da da da. I wonder if that was Carl Sagan. Um, was that Carl Sagan? No, I'm going to give you guys one more shot at it. Hmm. I'm probably going to mess up his last name anyway. Okay, I'll give you a hint. The first name starts with a T. The last name starts with an L. Okay, y'all didn't get that one. Tom (laughs) Lahirer, L-E-H-R-E-R. Many people do not realize that he's more widely known for his, um, I can't even pronounce that word. Forget it. We'll go on next. I'll give y'all this information online. Okay. Okay. Which American president in an interview with the press stated, no, I don't know that atheists should be considered as citizens, nor should they be considered as patriots. This is ding, the ding, one ding. nation. <laughs> Go right ahead. That would be George Bush the first. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, who asked that? Will or Morgan? You both sounded alike. That was, that was me, Morgan. That was Will. That was Morgan. <laughs> Morgan. That was Morgan. Was that Morgan? I told you. Okay. So Morgan has one. Medusa has one. Very, very good. Very good. Okay. Next question. What is the difference between an atheist and agnostic? Atheists uh, contend that there all there are no gods, or that there, you know, there there is no evidence to support God. Agnostics say that there's no way of knowing whether there's a God or not. You just better go, Miss Smart Thing. <laughs> okay, so that's two for you. You are one ticket, one answer away from a ticket to Woo-hoo! the Lab Comedy. Um, and that is a value of $30, actually. Okay, so which country was the term atheism coined? Mm, Greece. That's a good one. Greece. Um, I think the Greek, uh, atheism is actually a Greek root, um, meaning, I think, without God. I think it comes from the word atheos. 
if I'm not mistaken? Well, that might be the deepest of terms, but that's not the correct answer. Hmm, okay. On this paper, let me put it that way. You know we can dig deeper, and I'll, and I'll be searching that on Google, but anybody else? Hmm. Mm, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Well, the correct answer on this particular paper is France. Atheism yeah. is derived from a word atheism, which originated in France in the 16th century. It is the belief that God does not exist. So we uh, we will do a research on that and make sure that that's where it came from. But, yeah, we'll have to. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to fact <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What's another one? Um, let me go. Oh, this is fun. All right. Now, this is something that is becoming a very, very much of interest for me. So I'll read this one. Buddhism is often declared as an atheistic religion. When was it founded by Buddha? Does anybody know? And you don't have to get it specifically right if you could just tell me roundabout. Before Christianity. <laughs> I can put it like that before a lot of other religions. I'm going to take a guess uh, and say the 15th century. I'll, no, I'll take a guess. And right. can, we play price, can we do prices right and see who gets closest? <laughs> well, okay. I would say 4,000 BCE. No, who said, who said BC? Who said Morgan before did. Christ? Morgan. Okay, Morgan, I'm going to give you two. It is it, it, it's definitely before Christ, but it was okay. 528. So you guys were well, well far away. Okay, I need one person to break the tie. Will, I'm going to need you to do better, bro. I'm going to need you to do better. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm going to invite a guest, so should, you know, don't, you know. I'm going to need so. you to do better. <laughs> okay, who is known? Now, this is an easy one. I think. Who is known as the first atheist? Oh. <laughs> Y'all are here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody, because we're born as a, I mean, <laughs> you know what? That was so cool. That was so cool. Morgan, was that you? That's Will. <laughs> Will, you are terrible. I'm going to give you one just because. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so the answer was Diagoras. Diagoras was born oh, in, okay. in the 5th century B.C., and he was criticized. He criticized religion and um, who else? Lord, I rubbed my eye and went blurred, so I don't even know what this says now. i got to come back to focus. Okay, I need one answer, one answer to break the tie. Okay, which word does the word atheism originate from? And somebody answered this correctly earlier, and they got kind of mixed up with it. It was me. Um, <laughs> it originated. It's a. It's a Greek. <laughs> it's a Greek origin. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you, I definitely want to. Yes. It was the word itself 
originated from the Greek um, word atheos. Atheos means without God. That's where the word originated. Right, so okay. Of, was, yeah, so it was kind of a mix-up in how that question was, was thrown out there. Guys, this has been absolutely fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mandisa, we're going to get information to you so we can get your ticket to you. Definitely okay. we want you to uh, tap into buying another one for somebody because you only got one. See how we did that? See how we did that? Um, <laughs> but, but those tickets def- are, are available right now. We have pre-promo tickets that are $20 for that event and then online $25, but at the door they are $30. So we're going to have a fun, fun time with that. Please spread the word to all of the people you know so we can pack that 200. It's a beautiful theater. It's at 444 um, Highland Theater off of Highland and Boulevard. You won't even know it's there. You walk in the building and go, oh, my goodness, it's absolutely gorgeous. So we definitely are excited about you winning. I am super excited about you guys coming on the show. This was incredible. And I want to thank you individually. Will, thank you for being the papa of atheism on the show tonight and inviting all of your friends. And uh, Morgan and Mendisa, thank you for making this an incredible night. We really appreciate you. I'm very glad to be on the show. Enjoyed it. It was so great. I know my producer came in and said, do you realize that you don't have much time left on your show? (laughs) And I'm like, well, we went over it. Sometimes we have the show for an hour, an hour and a half, and then we can go up to two hours. And so I I just was like, well, you know, we can run it for because I'm hungry. I'm hungry, yo. So I was like, well, we can do it for an hour and some some change, and we've just gone almost into the two-hour sector. I definitely would love to have all of you back on the show at a later date, and we can dig a little deeper and go into some other things that you want to do. Will, before we go off the air, can you please, please, please tell us what's happening on Saturday? So actually, the the, the third we had Third County was this past Saturday, um, so it was a great event, you know. And I like I said earlier when we talked earlier, you know, I'm all about you know sustainability and getting our community, you know, into gardening and you know like different lifestyles and things like that. Um, because you know I would actually like to see more churches actually have more community gardens because yes. you know we need to understand that we are what we eat. So yeah, it was it was a great event. I'm so glad. I hate I missed it, but I'm definitely going to be at the next one. I'm getting ready to plant my um, garden in my buckets like I used to do with my kids when we homeschooled. We had garden in the buckets so I can bring them inside when it gets cooler. So I'm excited and appreciate anything you do. Make sure you let us know so we can always come out and cover and talk and just have fun. Guys, it's been an awesome experience. Thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to just, I'm so glad that you guys came out um, or came out, actually took the time to call in and listen to our show. We had amazing guests on, and we appreciate them, as I told them personally. But we definitely appreciate you, the listeners, that called in, that text, that chatted, and was a great part of this evening. We'd love to bring you on the Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, all of the things that make us feel good and all of the things that make us feel happy. I didn't get a chance to talk about our flower because we have been uh, off the air for a while, so we didn't do our flower. But I do have a picture of flower and a dog uh, together, two things that I love the most. 
and so I'll post that on Facebook so you can see that the red tulip was our flower for tonight because I absolutely adore them and they make me feel good. We're going to take our last of our station break, and then we're going to go out there and go get food in our bellies because we're hungry. All right, thank you much. Be safe, be blessed, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Oh, by the way, next Tuesday show will be about kids, everything about kids from four years old up to 25. They're going to tell you what they think of this government, what they think of bullying, what they think of school, what they think of puppies and fish and whatever else they want to talk about, we're going to talk about with them on next Tuesday. So have your little ones call in at 8 o'clock. We're not going to be on the show very long because we know the small babies have to go to bed. And um, But we want to give you an insight on from human to human, not from adult to child, but from human to human, we want to have a conversation. So we will see you next Tuesday. We are live on Loudmouth Radio. We want to thank all of our listeners on Loudmouth Radio for listening in. It's been an exciting show. We want to thank Will Edmonds for being a special guest tonight. I told you this conversation was going to tantalize your thoughts. <laughs> so hopefully everybody's had a great time. I see we have a caller in queue. Let's see what we've got in, uh, on the line. You're live with Loudmouth Radio. Well, hello. Okay, well, I guess they want to hold their thoughts. So we want to thank you for listening. We want to ask that you tune in for In the Studio with Sunny tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on loudmouthradio.com. And we want to make sure that you're able to keep up with the things that we have going on. So make sure you check on loudmouthradio.com. Check out our blog. We post different things, of course, on our social media. So we really enjoy and appreciate everyone being on the show. And... We want to make sure that you know that as a business, if you like and desire to expand your brand, get with us with our Loudmouth Media offices at 706-363-3895. Now, as far as our giveaway, as far as our tickets for the comedy show, we wanted to open up those lines. Um, we want to open up those lines to make sure that you know that you're able to partake in our giveaways, and that number our studio line, 347-826-7520. So, listen, y'all want to hear something? Y'all want to talk about something? You want us to discuss some things that's on your mind? I'm going to need you to email us at loudmouthmedia at gmail. We'll get the information, we'll talk about it, we'll discuss it, and we'll arrange something that can maybe center around your topic of thought. So we really appreciate it, and this is a great time. This is our fall season We've actually, um, <clears throat> and guess what? We know this is a scandal week. 
So Scandal's coming back on on October 3rd. We ain't going to have no foolishness. I think you should give away a ticket, too, because we have one more ticket. I think you should give away a ticket for the person that can call in or Facebook or Twitter you, like, right now and tell us who you were in the picture with that's from Scandal on our Facebook. We posted some pictures on Facebook and Twitter, and you, our producer, Sonny, of loudmouthradio.com, was featured in a picture. This is so true. Yeah, with one of the yeah, scandals. It is so true. Like, oh, my God. One so of the also on our blog. Yeah, people. on our blog, we got pictures and stuff so you can archive those things. So, yeah, like, we're going to do that. So Jazzy created that whole obstacle course for you, so I'm going to let you handle that. So <laughs> what can happen is you can send a message. Um, oh, my God, what is this for? To Live My Media Gmail. You can also contact us at 706-363-3895 because we're pretty much at the end of the show. So we'll open it up, and then tomorrow we'll definitely do some giveaways during the show because um, we're going to actually uh, have, um, which I told you guys about, October 10th is the introduction of Loud Mouth Comedy Presents Relax and Laugh Thursdays. And that comedy show is going to consist of headliner Terry Moore, who's recently off a tour with Sinbad. She is a hell of a comic, again, not going to want to miss her. Dexter Tucker, Sir Hansen, he's doing his thing. And Lil Step, hosted by Miss Wall Street, who's just so politically incorrect. I love her. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get it in, and we're going to have them within the show tomorrow night so you get a chance to kind of hear some stuff. We're going to have an even bigger special surprise for you. So you ain't going to want to miss this show. Trust me when I tell you. 8 p.m. com, and that's going to be in the studio with me. So, so other than that, Jazzy, I ain't got nothing else for you, man. Well, you know, we always appreciate when you come on and give us a little bit of something, as you always do. I know. I, miss, I, I was like, yo, I wanted to be in the Jeopardy part, but I was just too having too much fun listening to the to the uh, interesting going back and forth, and you over here with the prize questions, and people were like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> and let, me, let me just tell our audience really quickly, um, I really appreciate our producer. I know Roderick and I, um, we really appreciate the opportunity to come to you and be able to bring you, the listening audience, and actually each other. We all have great shows that we support each other with. And I'm going over, like, now most shows, most radio shows or TV shows, they're going to give you a format of what you're going to talk about. On this format, we are so blessed because we are able to have a producer that says, I want to tap into who you are as a personality, and I want you to decide, for the most part, every now and then she'll come and say, no, this this needs to be done, this is what we're going to do. But for the most part, she allows us to pick our own topics or let guests you know, send in information and we will have a show. So as I'm going over the information about atheism tonight, she was like, no, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it on the show because I love being – um, I guess I love being a listener. So kudos to a producer who allows us to be free, have free thought, and just do it our way. I almost sang that song. I didn't. No, you don't want to hear me sing. Okay, I'm going to get off the show. Oh, That's- my God. <laughs> Thank you much. Have a blessed night. Have a great night. Have an uplifting and supportive night. And tune in tomorrow night, y'all. We'll be back. 